Hello and welcome to the Luscious Living Podcast. I'm your host, Celine Vilgen, holistic nutrition consultant and the founder of Luscious Living, where personal growth meets wellness. All right, welcome to the Luscious Living Podcast. I am your host, Celine Vilgen. Thank you for joining me for episode number six, okay? This one is all about PCOS. And to be honest, before I got involved with nutrition and helping clients, I had no idea there was even such a thing called PCOS. And then once I really started to dive into it, I started to meet women, friends, friends of friends, and of course clients who have this thing called PCOS. And the more I learned about it, the more I talked to women about what some of the experiences are going to um, any other professional, it is frustrating actually to hear about. And I actually get kind of heated up about it, to be honest. Um, Whereas I hear a lot of women either being offered birth control pills um, to help with their PCOS or some other kind of surgery, or they're just told they can't have children at all. And I'm very happy to see other health professionals who are helping other women with PCOS. Um, And it really is a lifestyle and and diet supported um, imbalance as well. Because if we look at PCOS, it is an imbalance in the hormones, in the brain, and in the ovaries. And so although we are not very clear on why it happens, it is The profile is a hormone called luteinizing hormone, and that is released from the pituitary gland or the levels of insulin from the pancreas are too high. And then it causes the ovaries to make extra testosterone. That being said, not every single woman with PCOS has high testosterone. Some of them have gut imbalances. Some of them have uh, imbalanced blood sugar, which is the main component of it. Um, and some of them even have high testosterone and have body hair and some have high testosterone and don't have body hair. So it is very specific to the woman, but either way, there is frustration that comes from it. Some women have really bad acne and don't have their period at all. Some women have, uh, and actually a lot of clients I work with have, uh, facial hair or hair on their chest. Um, and some are just constantly exhausted. So what I want to talk to you about today is the, uh, the solutions for it. Okay. And so a lot of the time we see metformin that's also recommended for a woman with PCOS because it does reduce blood sugar. Metformin is the common medication for uh, diabetes. Actually, the thing is, PCOS is not a, or rather, yeah, PCOS PCOS is not a deficiency of metformin. Okay, so if we can do this as naturally as possible, that is the route that I like to personally take for myself and my clients. And if you're here, obviously you as well. And the thing about metformin is that it can possibly lead to a B12 deficiency, leading you to be tired, okay? So it can rob you of it. Um, So you can certainly take uh, injections of B vitamins, and I actually do B vitamin injections because there are some parts of the population that does not methylate properly, even if you do eat meat. So you definitely want to be sure that you are monitoring your B12 levels and therefore homocysteine and uh, that's homocysteine and your cholesterol levels as well. Um, because if your B12 is low, your cholesterol will be high, inflammation will be high, and it has nothing to do with 
a, your, the cholesterol that you're eating. That is a whole other topic that we won't get into in this column. So be sure that you're also supplementing with a B12 complex. Okay. So some of the symptoms that uh, some women with PCOS experience can be irritability, shakiness, fatigue, as I mentioned, the facial hair, um, some in some cases infertility. And actually, I meet a lot of women who come to me with infertility or that so someone has told them that they cannot have children. And um, I would like to see that after some changes, okay? And so what we're going to talk about today is six solutions for supporting PCOS, all right? So the very first tip to really start to support yourself with PCOS symptoms is moving your body. And of course, you've probably heard this before, and you might think, um, like me, when I first started exercising, I always thought working out had to be this like hard, arduous, sweaty, uncomfortable experience. But the truth is that you can do anything that moves your body, that gets your blood flowing. And at least for 30 minutes as it activates mTOR, which is cellular autophagy, meaning your body is cleansing itself. We do see in research that strength strength training and cardio combined have actually been shown to improve glucose metabolism and insulin sensitivity, which then improves hormone balance, the stress response, and cognitive function. If you're just starting out, you can just do some walking. Honestly, before I started to work out, I was not someone who ever worked out. Like I was the girl who would skip gym class. Okay. I hated the day that we had to do the 12 minute run. That was the worst day of school every time. Um, and then I've moved on to doing obstacle course races and dancing and uh, weightlifting now, which I love and I cannot imagine my life without it. But it was not always like this way. So start small. If you are listening to this and you currently do not exercise, that's okay. It is totally okay. But start with five minutes. Start with five minutes of a block or start with five minutes of yoga and just get consistent with that and start to build those wins. And then you will be able to move up from there. Okay? No pressure. The point is just to keep moving and get moving. All right. Number two is... It's breaking up with sugar, okay? And that does not mean you can't ever eat sugar again, okay? And I'm one to talk. I love dessert so much, okay? And so the thing is, though, um, I have worked with people who overdo it and it's all refined sugar. It's like the Starbucks drinks and then the muffin here and then juicing, and right? And so the first thing, if you are juicing, Um, congratulations for doing something healthy for yourself, but I would like for you to stop at the moment if you do have PCOS because your blood sugar is so sensitive. Okay. So I want you to eat the whole food. If you're juicing, if you're juicing cucumber or lettuce or ginger, eat the whole food. Okay. You want the fiber because it slows the release of blood sugar. Okay. It keeps your blood sugar stable. If you do eat fruit, especially right now, if you're in the height of your PCOS um, symptoms, I would not recommend very, very sweet or juicy fruit like oranges, bananas, mangoes, okay? You might go for pears, green apples, um, some berries as well, okay? Um, And if you do eat these fruits, please eat it with a fat. So it could be an almond or a few almonds and apple or almond butter, and, and a pear, um, whatever it is. So pair it with a fat, again, to do a slow release of blood sugar, okay? Next is to eat whole food as much as possible. 
because the the if we eat things like cereals, donuts, whatever it is, these have a very, very slow digestion time, or sorry, a very fast digestion time. And so we end up um, having going on that blood sugar roller coaster, right? We get a little bit of energy and then we crash and then we reach for some more coffee and sugar, whatever it is, and it becomes this whole cycle. But when you eat something that's in its whole grain form, like quinoa, for example, you have your nuts, you have your fish, okay? And then instead of having um, like crackers, you just eat the thing that it came from, okay, that will help to stabilize your blood sugar as well. Next, to help with blood sugar and, and sugar cravings is to eat more protein. I had really bad sugar cravings, especially at night, and what helps is to have a good, decent amount of protein with each meal, which I'll be going into in a few minutes, okay? So this could be eggs with breakfast, and you have um, you know, some nutritional yeast with lunch, okay, and you have miso soup with a bunch of vegetables, maybe you have rice and beans, whatever it is, but making sure you get protein, so find the protein with each meal. Make sure you're also drinking enough water. I cannot tell you how many people I work with that do not drink enough water. And likely if you're listening to this, you have access to good, clean water. I do recommend getting a filter like Berkey or Santivia as well, um, not only for health purposes, but also taste. Then cinnamon contains chromium picolinate, which helps to balance blood sugar as well. So add it to your smoothies, your coffee, your um, steel-cut oatmeal, things like this, okay? And then more on like a, um, a psychological level and physiological, sweets make us feel good. You know, it, they actually help to release serotonin. Sugar helps to release dopamine, our reward center, reward neurotransmitter. So really tune into your body because it's truly just asking to feel good. So in that moment, at the end of the night, if you're really craving something sweet, you know, have a bit of dark chocolate or whatever it is, or the ice cream if you're going out with your family. But there's a difference between binging on chocolate or binging on ice cream, okay? You know what I'm talking about if you know what I'm talking about. So do something that makes you feel good and relaxed because at the end of the day, that is what you are looking for, okay? Third tip is to get some R&R. Okay, so that R&R is real food at regular times. Again, if we are looking to balance your blood sugar, we want to eat at regular times to keep that stability. So if you wake up at a regular time and eat breakfast, let's say you wait, eat breakfast at 7 or 8, okay, and then you next eat at 12, and then you next have a snack, maybe at 3, whatever it is, like what works for you is going to be very individual, but try to have it as regular as possible because your body will start to get hungry at that time and pack some snacks or meals, whatever you need to do to make that regular. And on that note, I do not recommend intermittent fasting, okay? Um, there is a whole other podcast I could create on that, but especially if you have blood sugar imbalances, please aim to eat regular meals, um, especially women with already hormone challenges. Women have more delicate hormone systems anyway. When we put the body under stress, um, this is also creating and exacerbating your PCOS symptoms. If you're not really breakfast person, try adding a little bit of grass-fed collagen in your tea or grab a hard-boiled egg for when you do get coffee. You could do a green smoothie, you could do overnight oats, um, and if anything, you could do a turmeric latte and make sure you add MCT oil, for example, or grass-fed butter 
to fuel you and just keep you going, give you a little bit of energy, okay? Just try it out if you're already fasting, you're not getting good results from it, just try it out, okay? The fourth tip is to have protein and fat at every single meal. This is the key to blood sugar balance, okay? It helps to keep you fuller, longer, and help to maintain blood sugar balance. So when it comes to fat, think about having one to two tablespoons with every meal. And your libido will thank you. Your hormones will thank you, okay? Especially if you, I mean, if you're listening to this and you are in your perimenopause or menopause phase, you definitely need fat, okay, as well. This will really, really help with vaginal dryness and having beautiful skin. And fat is important for every woman. I don't know what the whole craze was in the 80s, 90s about fat, okay? So... An adequate amount of protein looks like a palm size of your hand of fish or chicken or steak, whatever it is, okay? Um, And then nuts, okay? Nuts can add up in calories super fast. They're so tasty and they're my kryptonite, especially pistachios. But you want to go for like a half or sorry, a fourth of a cup of nuts, okay? This is really the size of a golf ball for adequate protein. Um, And this is more so... Um, animal proteins as well. Okay, this could be one or two eggs as well. And then healthy fats. This could be coconut oil, cold-pressed olive oil, avocado oil, macadamia nut, grass-fed butter, grass-fed ghee. And one note on that is if you are listening to this and you eliminate margarine or canola oil, soy oil from your diet, I will be so happy for you, okay, and with you because these things, especially when they're heated, even olive oil, when it's heated, it is it becomes unstable, okay, and then it adds to the free radicals, and this is why the whole craze about free radicals and anti-inflammatory foods and uh, carcinogens, things like this. So you want to be baking with coconut oil, for example, um, butter, And then eliminating margarine for sure. If that's one thing that you do from here is eliminate margarine, I will be very, very happy to hear that. Um, You're really not getting a whole lot from margarine, okay? Not super good for you. All right, the sixth solution for supporting PCOS is nourishing the adrenals. You know, it's interesting because there is a link between the adrenals Um, and PCOS, we do see that there is a high amount of cortisol, so your stress hormone that's being pumped from the adrenals. An interesting fact is also our adrenals as we get older stop, um, or our ovaries when we're older start to stop to produce as many uh, hormones, okay, so estrogen. And what happens is our adrenals in our perimenopause phase start to produce our sex hormones. And so if we're busy producing adrenaline, okay, or rather like cortisol, it actually prohibits or inhibits the production of estrogen. Okay, so make sure that you are nourishing your adrenals with things like vitamin C. It is the fastest depleted um, micronutrient with from our adrenals when we're stressed out. So you can get this in strawberries and red peppers and broccoli and spinach and berries, okay? And then you also want to have healthy fats for your adrenals. Also, you want to be sure that you have omega-3s from sardines, walnuts, okay? This is also very, very nourishing for the adrenal glands. And then, of course, managing stress. We talk about this. You hear it all the time. But 
what are you doing for your stress management? This is something that I'm always learning myself as well. I'm a very go, go, go person and likely you are as well. And, and the key here is to do those little tiny things that give you pleasure throughout the day, okay? And so this is massages, enjoying this beautiful cup of tea, getting a book to read in the garden. What is it that you love doing? Okay, so start to do more of that, incorporate pleasure, because the more pleasure we have in our body and in our life, the more that we, in, we invite the stress response to go down and the relaxation to go up. And I do hear some construction happening in my building. All right, well, there you have it. Let's recap together, okay? So the first step to supporting your body with PCOS is to move your body with strength training and cardio together. A second one is to start to uh, be mindful of sugar intake, okay? Eating those whole foods, going for the the tea instead of the sugary drink at the Starbucks, okay? Um, getting real food at regular times. You want to make sure you have protein and healthy fats at every single meal, and you want to nourish your adrenals with nutrition and with mind-body principles, okay? The massages, laughter, dancing, what makes you feel good and nourished, okay? All right, well, I do have a gift for you as well. I have a PCOS guide for you with more nutrition tips, more lifestyle tips. Please go on over and grab it. Share it with a friend. The link will be for you in the show notes. Thank you for tuning in and have a beautiful, luscious day. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please give the show a five-star review if you feel like you learned something new today. All of the mentioned links will be in the show notes. And also, are we connected on Instagram? Find me over at underscore luscious living underscore and come say hi. See you next episode.